Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon is how you're hearing me. Taking you home weekdays, 4 to 6. And, of course, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Take those um, apps with you anywhere. That way, again, the show is mobile for you. On the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. Our podcast on all the major podcasting platforms. And, of course, our home base is Anchor. Um, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tomorrow, live broadcast after, again, a week hiatus. Uh, be- actually, two weeks, really, because of... Um, of the uh, the storm, uh, and um, so we will uh, have uh, Garland Gillen on the program with us from Fox Eight Sports. Actually, it's going to be two weeks in a row uh, with a, with a Fox Eight guest. At least that's what we have tentatively. Tentatively, we have Sean Vazan uh, next week. We have Sean on the program today, by the way, along with Scott Craig, celebrity chef Scott Craig. Uh, but check us out on uh, WLE TV tomorrow with our live broadcast at one p.m. Also live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page at 1 p.m. 6 p.m. on WLE TV with our first rebroadcast. 10 p.m. on LAE uh, WLE TV 2. That's uh, the Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock Pelican. 10 o'clock uh, on LAE. 2 a.m. every Saturday morning on the Deuce. And then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com. Always at WLE, WLAE TV YouTube page. Uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook our uh, social media pages. So a lot to talk about today. Today's program is brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants. Unfortunately, Katie's is closed. Um, severe damage uh, in the in, in the aftermath of Ida. So, again, uh, we'll keep you up to date on when they'll reopen the door. Scott will join us at um, a little bit after 5 o'clock this afternoon. He'll give us an update on uh, how quickly the restaurant's going to be up and rolling. Uh, but Francesca is open, and they're, they're serving, again, a, a limited menu for you, 515 Harrison Avenue. Uh, you can call them at 266-2511. Uh, you can check out the menu online at francescadeli.com. Uh, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Look, Lakeview has been going bonkers over Francesca by Katie's for a while now. And a lot of folks are out there hunting and pecking for, for a place to eat, right? Uh, you know, you're tired of maybe, again, uh, barbecuing, whatever you got to do. Maybe, again, you're still living out of an ice chest like we are right now. Uh, head on over to, again, um, uh, Francesca by Katie's. Get yourself a great meal, including those family meals, which are fantastic. Bienvenue on Hickory is also open, 467 Hickory Avenue. They're open seven days a week for you. Uh, you're looking for contemporary Creole cuisine and great southern dishes? They got you covered. BienvenueHarahan.com is how you find out more. Give them a call at 504-305-4792. Uh, you can dine indoors, dine outdoors. Again, you can get your order to go. Uh, and, of course, that's 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Bienvenue on Hickory. All right, a lot to talk about today on the program. Um, as I mentioned, Scott will join us. Scott Craig, celebrity chef at 510. Sean Vazam will join us fresh off of all the press conferences this afternoon. Just heard him uh, asking questions to Jameis Winston uh, as the uh, team is still in Fort Worth. Uh, expected to stay there for maybe a couple more weeks. Of course, they're dealing with the COVID outbreak with, uh, again, um, uh, six coaches, really five position coaches on the offensive side, a nutritionist, and Michael Thomas. Uh, even though, again, they won't, uh, dis- uh, they won't disclose that. And Michael Thomas is also part of that deal. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in a few minutes as well. Uh, of course, we'll talk a bit about LSU. We'll talk about Tulane. And, um, of course, uh, well, your phone calls will be welcome in the second hour, 504-260-1061. So let's jump into it. Um, First of all, I had a chance to go back and, and watch the games again. Uh, LSU, Saints, and Tulane. Um, 
Got to tell you right now. First of all, let me let's let's talk a little Saints, and I'm gonna kind of jump around a little bit because uh, I want to correct something that I said yesterday. A local television station originally reported that um, uh, Eric McCoy had a knee injury. Didn't know the severity of it. It is a calf injury, I, and I re-reported that yesterday. Uh, so that is incorrect. I want to make sure I put that out there. Uh, again, there, it is a calf injury, not a knee injury. He's expected to to uh, miss about five weeks. So I'm gonna say this right now. I, I see no reason. To, to mess with success here. Ruiz was outstanding at, at, at center. And uh, Throckmorton, again, was outstanding at guard. So why would you change anything? I mean, at this point, until they show they can't handle the change, keep going with it. I mean, you played the Green Bay Packers, uh, one of the top teams in the NFL, and they did not miss a beat, when, when, which happens a lot on that offensive line when they tend to shuffle players around. And Throckmorton was really impressive as was Ruiz. So I don't see any, any reason to be able to, again, start doing musical chairs on the offensive line at this point and trying to move Ruiz back to guard. I mean, let, let the dude continue to play center. He played that um, uh, at, uh, at uh, Michigan, and uh, a guy that, you know, again, was, was thought to be one of the top centers coming out. Let the dude play center at this point. You know, leave it, leave it like it is. I'll get back to the Saints in a moment. But the LSU game, uh, first of all, it, it – <laughs> It almost put me to sleep several times, and that's not good because I mean I got the, I got the uh, the phone out. I'm I'm I'm, I'm typing uh, things that I'm seeing. I'm you know putting um, little notes here and there, and of course for me to again doze off in, in the middle of a game a couple times watching it a second time, I just that's not good. The first thing that stuck out to me as I was sitting there watching it was, you know what tempo, um, when when Joe Brady took over the LSU offense when he had Joe Burrow. One thing you saw was the ability to be able to get to the line fast, much like you saw with the, with the Saints, and get the tempo up. Uh, the tempo was too slow. And that's, that, that is hurting Max Johnson, at quarterback. There's no doubt about that in my mind. Uh, it's taken too long to get the plays in. Pete's has got to be able to, again, get the plays in quicker and get the tempo up because if he can get the tempo up, he can keep the defense off balance. Uh, he's playing right into their hands right now. So hopefully we're going to see that tempo up a little bit more against Central Michigan leading into the SEC opener against Mississippi State. Another thing, after watching Nussmeyer a second time, i got to say this. He doesn't have the experience of Johnson, and of course he's going against guys that are second and third teamers from McNeese, right, FCS school. But I'm just talking about athleticism, just pure athleticism, because the experience is not there, but the experience is really not there for Max Johnson either. He's got a couple more games under his belt. Uh, the fact that Nussmeyer is able to get to the edge, most like we saw Johnson do last year, right? Uh, it's forcing the defense to have to defend him and, and the entire field. He's got a rocket arm. He is uh, very, very accurate from what we've been able to see. Um, and I'd like to be able to see him play a little few more snaps, uh, actually be able to split the snaps, to be honest with you, against Central Michigan this week. Now, I know, again, Johnson needs snaps as well because he's not as experienced as, as you need especially with Brennan out with the injury. And maybe when Brennan comes back, there may be a change there. We'll see how that plays out. But I'd really like to see Nussmeyer get, get more of an opportunity, uh, just simply based off the athleticism, the ability to move around. Look, this is a horrible offensive line. And, and it's, it's hard to say that. Because, you know, I mean, we knew they were bad last year, but then they kind of rallied toward the end of the season. Man, look, you, you, you just can't sugarcoat how bad they are. Okay, when an FCS school is pushing you around, 
when, when a Pac-10 or Pac-12 school is pushing you around. And that's what they're doing. So, again, not able to generate holes for the running backs. A lot, a lot of that is, again, just pure talent on the running backs. The quarterbacks now, again, having to be on with their head on a swivel, which means you've got to have the athleticism to be able to, to, to utilize your, your legs to be able to maybe buy some more time to be able to throw the football. So, I mean, there's no other way to sugarcoat that. You're going to have to have a, a, a quarterback that has the ability to be able to move because the offensive line is just not good at all. And that's going to maybe be the death nail for Ed Ogeron, his head coach of, of, the, um, of the LSU Tigers because I, they can only go as far, really, as, as, again, the offensive line is going to take them now. Defensively, I'm not as worried, especially, again, with the, some of the young players I saw. Mason Smith continues to, to, to impress. He impressed me against UCLA. Uh, this kid ought to be, again, getting more and more playing time. Uh, Roy, uh, 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 Guillory, Evans, all those guys, all four of those guys, really impressed me over the last two weeks against UCLA and also against McNeese. Uh, they're the future of, of, of the defensive line. And I tell you what, when you see that, you say to yourself, okay, that's what, you were, that's what again, Ogeron was pushing for when he talked about getting better up front uh, when, he, when, again, they got, they got uh, manhandled by Bama a couple years ago. Uh, they've done it on the defensive line. They haven't done it on the offensive line. Well, a lot of reason is why. <laughs> we talked about this on this program for the last 19 years. We just don't grow offensive linemen here in Louisiana. We just don't do it. I mean, you get some every now and then that, again, they go on to be great pros, become great college players. Uh, but for the most part, you got to go out of state to get those guys. Defensively, we got no issue. Uh, every level of defense, defensive backs, uh, obviously a skill position, play, a skill position. Uh, you look at the linebackers, the ability to get fast line, uh, athletic linebackers. And, yes, on the defensive line, big guys are guys that are athletic. And, again, you're going toward more of, again, an athletic uh, defensive lineman, uh, guys that can go sideline to sideline for you, especially, again, with RPOs and the way, way college is being played now. So I, I love what I see out of the young players on the defensive line. That, so that gives me hope, okay? Just the question is, who's going to be coaching them next year? That's going to be the question. Can Ed Ogeron turn this around? Because I can feel the entire Tiger Nation just turning right now on Ed Ogeron because of, again, what happened in, in, in Pasadena and then not blowing out McNeese. Yeah, okay, 34-7. to seven, uh, But, then, again, you could, should have put 60 on him. And that's just the way it is. Should have put 60 on him. And you couldn't do it because of the struggles with the offensive line. Period, the end. Uh, Tulane. Uh, I got a chuckle last night as, as I'm preparing for the program. You know, I talked about yesterday Lane Kiffin saying that, that it was on Monday, Lane Kiffin saying that Tulane is playing like an SEC team. They're an SEC team. Uh, so what does Tulane do? Uh, Tulane gets a sticker, puts it on the back of the helmet that says SEC champs, 34, 39, 49. Of course, 1934, 1939, 1949, when, when Tulane was, again, uh, again a, uh, a, an inaugural member of, uh, of the of the, the, uh, the SEC, where they came from the Southern Conference and then into the SEC. Uh, and in 1966, they ended up leaving the SEC, which, again, was the biggest mistake in the program's history. Uh, again, you could say, well, you know, they'd be like Vanderbilt. I'll take Vanderbilt, okay? I'll take a chance at, again, winning baseball, maybe winning basketball every now and then, and then maybe once every, every four to five, maybe a decade, coming up and having a good football team. Uh, maybe a Tulane is a little bit better. But, again, the, the, the money and everything else that goes with being on the SEC, uh, it is what it is. You know, right now, the American looks like, you know, they're going to have to absorb Sunbelt teams. Uh, Sunbelt doesn't even have football. 
Okay, they're going to have to absorb, absorb them to try to be able to have a, a conference because of, again, the Big, Big 12 rating the, the Americans. So uh, I just thought it was, it was really funny. And let me say this right now. And, I'm, and this is a bold one, and I don't normally do this. Don't fall asleep on the green wave, okay? I don't think it is out the realm of a possibility of them pulling an upset in Oxford this Saturday. And I'm just going to say that straight up, okay? Oklahoma is a much more tougher test than the Rebels, period, the end. I'm not trying to downplay Ole Miss, okay? But I'm telling you, this team went toe-to-toe in Norman against Oklahoma, and Oklahoma was in a game. It wasn't one of these things where Oklahoma said, well, you know, we got to leave, but no, no, no. Oklahoma knew they were in a game when they got out of school, what, 21-3 in the second half? Uh, if they play like they played the last two weeks, they can beat Ole Miss. They can beat Ole Miss, and I don't think that, that is a stretch here. So we'll see. Hopefully Tulane doesn't turn the ball over. They continue to play tough defense. And, uh, again, Michael Pratt continues to, again, play at, at, at the level he's playing. they got playmakers on that team, and they got a pretty decent offensive line. Now, they're going up against an SEC defensive line. But, again, they went up against Oklahoma. So we'll see. Again, I'm telling you right now, do not fall asleep on the wave. They could pull an upset this week against Ole Miss and Oxford. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. I'm coming back. I want to talk about Saints Carolina because there's some non-believers out there. And, look, I, look, I'm not one that, again, that takes week one with a grain of salt because I've seen Saints football. I've seen them get better uh, throughout the week of uh, the, 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 throughout the, the month of September into October, November, where they're unbeatable. This might be a different year. We'll talk about it on the way back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on, on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory. Katie's is closed. But Bienvenue on Hickory and also uh, Francesca by Katie's are both open. Get out there and enjoy a great meal uh, at one of the Katie's family of restaurants. Stay tuned. Marty McFly mornings, the best country for the North Shore all day. And the conversations New Orleans are having every afternoon happens on 1061 Nash Icon and online anytime at NashFM1061.com. Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to General de Gaulle. Also be mindful if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway. Delays are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Delays are solid on the 610 on the eastbound side from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. And on the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from right at Canal Boulevard. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. 
contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Hi, folks. Uh, Eric Asher here with a message from my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heat and Heating. Nothing is more important to Burkhardt than your family's comfort and safety. Many of us are having a tough time after the storm, and we want you to know that, again, we're here for you. Whether it's electrical repairs, a generator, air conditioning, if you need emergency service, you can count on Burkhardt. Again, Burkhardt is ready to be there to help now, just like always. We had a long way to go from recovering from Hurricane Ida, but we want you to know, again, that we'll get through it together. If you need help, don't hesitate. Trust Burkhardt. Visit AC. That's acpromise.com. All right, let's get to some Saints because I'm here in a – look, I've said it before. You know, it's hard to be able – the NFL is overreaction after week one, and I'm not overreacting. I went back and watched the game a second time. Uh, this team is – I thought the team was going to be good, okay? Uh, but, again, the unknowns were – the depth on the def- on, on the defense, uh, defensive backfield, unknown at quarterback, and then of course the the, lo- the lack of quality depth on the interior of the defensive line, uh, unknown at wide receiver. After week one, a lot of those questions, at least for the moment, have been answered. So let's talk Saints in Carolina. For some that are not believers in the Saints team, I definitely am after week one. Yes, again, look, I, it could definitely be a mirage. But I saw something in Jameis Winston that I, I had hoped he would be and that he was. Okay, again, he's, he's a lot of people give you lip service on what they're going to do. But when, when, when they're in a tough time and, and the rubber hits the road and, and, and things are going for real on, a, on the football field, you tend to go back to, again, who you are. He was doing his best impression of Drew Brees, and I, I thought it was impressive. And I expect to see the same thing in week two. The wide receivers, undrafted free agents, unknowns. Again, you got to like what you saw. Uh, again, from uh, everybody looked to Callaway was the big was the big talk of, of camp. They tried to take Callaway away. 
All of a sudden, again, Deontay Harris is is playing well. Uh, you got a you got a situation with um, uh, with uh, uh, Johnson, who again came in and, and played very very well for this team. Um, you go right down the line. Okay, you know, again, I, I like to give Troutman a lot of a lot of credit. But he dropped a couple balls, uh, but uh, you know, Hogan caught a touchdown. Kamara's always going to be part of the of the of the offense when it comes to uh, passing the football uh, and receiving the football. Ty Montgomery got a catch, uh, even Tony Jones. So again, we look at the you look at the stats and you see that Winston was able to spread the ball around uh, again to bu- to a bunch of different receivers. That's encouraging. It really is encouraging. Um, you look at the offensive line, okay? I did miss a beat when they had to do the shuffle when McCoy went out. So you got wide receivers and tight ends. It looked like they had no problem getting open. An offensive line didn't miss a beat after McCoy went out. The running game's always going to be fine with, with, with Kamara and, and Jones. Again, this, we still need a bigger sample size to see if he's going to replace Murray. But, look, he, he, he got about four yards to carry. Uh, defensively, without Davenport this week with a strained pack, but look, Passigno played well. Turner played well in the preseason. A little bit of a, of a sample size we saw him. He'll get his shot this week, uh, and I think he should fill in nicely. The interior of the defensive line was stout, and that was a question mark, man. Okay? Aaron Jones didn't do anything against this interior of this defensive line. Uh, now, again, you're looking at a situation now with, with Christian McCaffrey. He's a whole different problem, right? But You've got increased speed and athleticism at linebackers, just not Quan uh, and, and Demario. You've got these young kids who can run, and they proved it on, on, on Sunday. You know, Bond and Ellis, uh, you know, Dowell on, on, the, um, on special teams. So, I mean, you've got to like what, what you saw out, out, of, uh, out of the linebackers. And in the secondary, look, I don't know if Lattimore's going to play. It, it comes down to, again, his ability to be able to handle pain. Uh, it's a chipped uh, a bone in his thumb. He's going to have the he had surgery yesterday. Maybe again, it won't be a situation where he can play Sunday. Maybe it is. Wrap it up, put the soft cast on it, and go. Uh, but no matter what, uh, you saw a Debo, and 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 a Debo was impressive. I mean, again, a rookie thrown out there, hadn't played in a year. Again, against a very very tough uh, wide receiver core, he was impressive. And look, it wasn't like uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't go after him, right? He did. Also, uh, Trufant. Uh, look, coming out there, that, they got thrown into the fire. Here comes his vet, and, and he played well. Add Roby to the mix this week. Also, the fact that you can shade Williams on one side or the other, which they did on Sunday, and he showed great range of free safety. We know who Gardner Johnson is. Uh, and, and, of course, P.J. Uh, Williams and, and Malcolm Jenkins played well. I thought they were outstanding at the nickel and, and, and the strong safety position. Look, the defense is for real. And, and, and at times they may have to carry this team, but it's for real. And then we talked about the special teams, right? You know, the purge of loss of so many players uh, on that special teams. They were still a swarming unit out there. Uh, you got to like what you saw. And look, Gillikin, he punted well. Uh, he placed the ball pretty well. We'll see how he does that over time. And Rojas, uh, they weren't a drop-off at all from Morstead and Lutz. Now, you look at the situation with the coaches. You know, again, this offensive coach out, uh, COVID outbreak is going to hurt. But they, they could be back by Sunday as if they get the, they get the negative test. Let me say this. Peyton is too good of a coach to allow that to impact this team. Okay, he's just too good of a coach. And the Saints are better than the Panthers. Okay, show me a planet where they're not better than the Panthers. I'm just saying it right now. And I don't care. That's even with injuries and COVID distractions. They're a better team. The Saints are going to win on Sunday unless they beat themselves. And that's just period the end. They didn't do that this past Sunday. So if this team is what we saw last week is for real, 
and not a team that was playing over their heads. And I'm going to say this right now, Saints fans, buckle up, baby, because this could be a special year. Now, they got to stay away from injuries, especially the impact, again, depth. Uh, but, again, if those injuries can be spread out over, over you know, the, the entire uh, team, uh, then they, I think they're going to be all right. Uh, but I was going back the second time and seeing the game through a different lens. I, I just was impressed all the way around of the dominance of this team. Hopefully that carries over the week too. But I'm telling you right now, they're better than the Panthers. And that's the bottom line. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to hear what Sean Vazan has to say from Fox 8 Sports. He joins us next. This, this uh, program today is brought to you by the, the uh, Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's is closed. But yet, Francesca by Katie's and also Bienvenue on Hickory are open. Uh, you go to our website, click online. Or again, uh, I'm, I'm trying to share, share as much stuff on social media as I can as the menus come up, let you know what they have. We'll talk more to Scott about that menus on both. But again, both are open for you, ready to go. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. Look, I say this uh, all the time now because we dealt with this after Katrina, after, after, uh, uh, after almost every storm. Uh, we got a lot of roofs that had to be replaced. Uh, that means, again, nails on, in, in nails on the road. Uh, whether, again, you get a, a, a flat because of a nail and you can get that, that tire repaired or you need a new set of tires, don't go anywhere but Southern Tire. Largest selection of tires in, in, in the metropolitan area, something for everyone's budget. Uh, also, again, wheels and tires of the 30 inches. Financing is available. You know, you're in a tough time. You can't pay that all up front. You pay it over time. Also, they can repair your damaged rims. ASE certified technicians, latest diagnostic equipment that the, equipment that the dealerships have. Uh, man, it's a one-stop shop for you when it comes to your vehicle. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. They are at Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they, they provide for their customers. You don't stay around since 1972 unless you're honest and doing something right. That's the Piazza family at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. 
Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom-designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Bienvenue on Hickory and uh, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue are both open. Unfortunately, Katie's is closed right now. Roof damage after Ida. Uh, and uh, Scott will give us maybe a timeline on when he thinks he's going to open up again. But, he, but they are closed. So please head on over to the sister restaurants, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, joins us each and every week here on the program. Sean, how are you, bud? All right, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. Sean, I went back and watched all three games last night, LSU, Tulane, and Saints. And um, I walked away from LSU. LSU put me to sleep, I was telling the audience, at least three times. I mean, I got the phone in my hand. I'm taking notes. Uh, and uh, just on, on what I saw the second time around. And literally, again, I'd have to wake myself up. That tells you, again, how boring that game was. I thought Tulane's game was exciting only because, again, Tulane just looked so good. But I'm going to tell you right now, just so impressed the way the New Orleans Saints played and came away more impressed the second time around than even watching it in real time. You were there in the stadium. Talk a little bit about what you saw. I saw a lot. I mean, first and foremost, the result. I mean, very rarely does it come together that perfectly where game plan was flawless, execution was flawless, opponent didn't know what hit him and probably was a little overconfident um, and probably focused on the wrong things like, you know, humidity in Florida as opposed to, you know, game playing for their opponent. And, you know, we've seen this throughout the Peyton era where it just, it all comes together to equal an absolute beatdown of a Super Bowl contender. We saw it last year in Tampa Bay, this year, obviously against Green Bay. So it was about as good of a start to a season as you could possibly have, especially when you consider this team, the last, say, five, six years, have, they haven't always started well in September. So um, certainly was a great, um, a great opener. Uh, but it is just one of 17. Uh, they, are, they are rightfully and deservedly earned this 1-0 record. Uh, now it's time to move on to Carolina. I will say this. The Abbotsford Stadium was interesting because, uh, you know, I drove up and there was 2-1 to one Green Bay to Saints fans. But um, it became pretty quick, uh, pretty evident pretty quickly once the game got out of hand that the Saints fans were going to make some noise. Uh, and that's exactly what they did. So all in all, uh, a great experience for the black and gold. I hesitate sometimes. Again, like I didn't get too high or too low last year with the first month of the season because we know it's a slow-starting team. I'm trying to pull the reins back here, Sean, because I don't, I'm hoping this is not fool's goal we saw. I just think when you look how fundamentally sound they were on all three phases of the game, Defense, offense, special teams, it just didn't feel like fool's goal. 
Yeah, I mean, I thought the execution was about as good as you could possibly imagine. I mean, everything they did worked. I mean, everything they did worked. And then, you know, it really all started with the line of scrimmage, and that's definitely not fool's goal. Um, the line of scrimmage is not. Um, that's real. They've got a very – they placed a high priority in investments along the offensive and defensive lines, and that's what they want. I mean, everything starts there, and they didn't just win that battle. They dominated that battle, and it wasn't even like a – like a seesaw back and forth, and they got the upper hand. No, I mean, they, they dominated it. And then it was probably midway through the second quarter. You can kind of feel it with uh, the Packers' defensive line, the Saints' old line just wearing them out. So uh, I think that part is very real. Um, I, again, though, Eric, like, <laughs> football is an imperfect game. And I understand yep. right now, week one, that there's a lot of MVPs out there right now, week one. Yes. It's, it's, it's a it's one of the my favorite things about the NFL is the week one overreaction. So no doubt, I'm going to stay measured because I don't. I never panicked in years past when they started out and mm-hmm. stumbled out the gate. Uh, so I'm not going to get over the top because they started basically flawlessly uh, this year out of the gate. So great win, well deserved. Um, quarterback played great. Running game was awesome. Defense was flawless. Uh, but that's time to put that away and, and move on to Carolina. I think they're a better team than Carolina. I think they were a better team last year than Carolina. I think they're a better team this year in Carolina. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm, I mean, the only game of the first five that I was realistically going to look and say the Saints might have trouble in was going to be week one. And uh, so, I, I especially after that performance, there is no way I would look and say uh, Carolina's got the Saints number here. I mean, if the Saints do what they did last week, they should win. Um, I don't know if you could call it easily, but, I mean, they should, they should take care of business against Carolina. They're a better team. I will say this. Sam Donald looked a little bit better. I went back and watched uh, mm-hmm. their game. Um, he looks a little more decisive, um, trustfully seeing uh, the accuracy was there. And look, it certainly helps when you have a guy like Christian McCaffrey who you can dump a, you know, a two-yard little little hook route to, and he turns it into a 15-yard game. I mean, Saints have that that luxury too with Alvin Kamara. So yes, um, they have some assets, um, Carolina, and they probably are better than they were a year ago. Um, but I, I, if you just compare rosters yeah I, I just think the Saints are better what I like this time around against Christian McCaffrey than maybe in the past is the athleticism on the second level there's real athleticism at linebacker and then you throw CJ GGA in there uh and and of course his ability to be able to cover as well and of course the physicality he brings to the second level that makes me feel pretty feel pretty good about the matchup against McCaffrey well that and look the, the game plan is going to take him out first that, that's what they're going to do uh, if they lose with deep shots from Sam Darnold, I think they're going to live with that. Um, but they're not going to lose letting the other team's best player beat them. That's a famous line from Sean Payton in the, uh, in the Super Bowl. Um, it's interesting, though. Quan Alexander did not practice today with the elbow situation. Pete Warren did not practice today. Um, we'll see how that get goes the rest of the week. They, the Saints are dealing with a few injuries on the defensive side of the ball and offensive side of the ball. But um, – that defense goes up against a guy very similar to Christian McCaffrey every day in Alvin Kamara. So I, I think they're, they're ready for what they can, for what he's able to do. And if you successfully take him out of the game, um, out of the run game, you still got to watch him in the pass game, which I think is actually where he's probably a little more dynamic. Yep. Um, but we'll yep. see. I, I still like the way the Saints match up overall. Let's shift gears to the Tigers. Um, after watching the game a second time, the first thing that really kind of stood out to me was lack of tempo. When you go back to uh, Joe Brady and 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 uh, and Joe Burrow, uh, you saw the tempo up like we saw with the New Orleans Saints. I think it's a disservice for now with Pete's uh, again. You know the slowly getting the the the, the, um, 
the play in. Again, they look methodical at times. they got to get the tempo up because I think that helps the young quarterback. I also love the, 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 the athleticism and the accuracy of Nussmeyer. And I know he was going against guys that were playing FCS second and third team, but I'd like to see him get a little bit more playing time this week. And on the flip side, I mentioned this to the audience a little earlier. Mason Smith, uh, Roy, Guillory, Evans up front. I thought the defensive line, as opposed to maybe the, the, the future of the offensive line, I think it's in really good hands. Those guys are players, man. They are. Um, so there was a lot there. Um, why don't we start at the top with um, with the, the tempo. It, it, tempo. To me, it, it, it's indecision from the press box. It's indecision from the booth. To me, this is Jake Peets not being comfortable as a play caller right now, not trusting what he's – I mean – We've never seen the multiple lookovers. Usually you get to the line, you look over, and you act on your play. It sounds like I missed two and three times they're looking over. I mean, um, and I'm with you, Eric. I was at a buddy's house. I actually uh, have a friend that lives in Jacksonville. We were sitting on his patio watching. I was like, my God, I'm falling asleep here. Uh, yeah. This lethargic pace. And the thing is, you're doing your quarterback a disservice because he's, his game is tailor-made for the quick strike RPO Agreed. game. Uh, get it out of his hands quickly, get into a rhythm quickly, that's where he's going to beat you. Um, that's where he can really shine. And they're not giving him the chance to do that. And it called me crazy, but I think the, the indecision and the the lack of pace has really gotten into his head a little bit to where he's jumpy in the pocket. Um, he, he's inaccurate at times. He's been, he said he's been some misfortune with a few drops as well. But I'm not ready to give up on Max Johnson yet because I see an RPO quarterback that's not running a lot of RPOs right now. And um, it can work if they just run it. Um, so we'll see how that manifests itself uh, over the next couple of weeks. They got to get together soon, though. This is your yep. last quarter. Two, though, <laughs> this they is got the last one, right? Michigan's got a. Central Michigan's got a got a Washington transfer. If I'm not mistaken, at quarterbacks, this is a team mm-hmm. that's certainly not. I mean, they're a team you, you, you need to beat, but they're not a team that's just going to let you, you know, walk all over them. We'll see. Sure. Um, as for the defense, um, Mason Smith showed up last week. Um, <sighs> He showed up this I week. thought he showed up at UCLA as well. Exactly, exactly. Well, that's what I meant. Last week in UCLA. Uh, yeah. So, um, I, I'm right there with you. There's a lot of young studs on that defensive mm-hmm. line. And a couple of holdovers that have, that have been there for a while that I just don't think are as, um, are as quite as consistent as some of these young pups. So, uh, I, I would that's going to work itself out because the one thing that Oderon knows is defensive line, and he, he obviously sees who's making the plays. And Mason Smith looks unblockable. At times, so he needs to get he on does. the field. Uh, and Garrett, he's got to be no, he's got to play more. No, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. In Garrett Nussmeyer's case, I like the juicy brawn. I like the energy. Um, Me too. I like the I like the fearlessness. Um, is he ready? We'll see. Um, it's sometimes easy to look good in that situation. So I, oh, I don't yeah. know if I'm ready to call his number yet, but I, I do like the I do like the juicy brawn to the offense. I'd like to see him this week play a, maybe split the snaps and play a little bit more against Central Michigan's better players than what he played against last week in terms of McNeese. And, and again, that's, that's no knock against McNeese. That's no knock against Johnson. I'd just like to see him against better competition to see how he fares out because he seems to have an it factor. You can't teach some of the things that, that he was able to do on the field on Saturday. Look, I, I said something bold a little bit earlier today, and I may be eating my words on Monday, but I think Tulane's got a chance to be able to upset Ole Miss. You play Oklahoma toe to toe like you did, and then you show out like you did last week against a very, again, a, 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 a not not a very good Morgan State team. 
they're not making a lot of mistakes. They're playing pretty good defense right now, and offensively they're rolling. Now, I know they're going to Oxford. They match it up against an SEC lines. It's a big step up in class. But, man, you went up against the number two team in the nation at that time in Oklahoma. Uh, I think they got a shot here. Your thoughts? I like their ability to stay in the game early because they can go score for score. Um, uh, Ole Miss's defense has gotten a little bit better, but I, I, I like some of the, the firepower, that, uh, and I like the new offensive coordinator, and I like the quarterback at Tulane. Um, but I love, capital L, the offensive line's ability to, A, be productive, and B, they obviously have some, excuse me, some depth, which is always, I mean, I think I've said this on your show probably 20 times over the years, this depth along the offensive line has always been the biggest issue when it comes to Tulane. It looks like they have that right now. So I like their chances to remain competitive. I like their chances to stay in it pretty early. Um, who knows? You catch a break or two, you might have a chance here. And um, But, hey, get out there, make some plays. Um, you, you're at a, you, you certainly feel the – what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe the ascension of the program to a different level mm-hmm. here to where yep. this is a game where it's just not so crazy to think they can pull off an upset. Can't beat yourself. Again, and that's one thing they haven't done over the last couple of weeks. They have not beat themselves. And if they can do that consistently, and it looks, again, over two weeks they've done it, we'll see. Again, step it up in class from, from Morgan State, uh, but not quite the class of an Oklahoma. And you right. hung in Oklahoma in Norman. And that's what gives, again, I'm, uh, you know, the Tulane fan in me uh, a little bit of hope here. Um, you had an interesting conversation today with, with Jameis Winston. Look, he's saying all the right things. He backed it up on Sunday. You got a chance to see him in training camp. Impressions? Yeah, look, to me, and, and look, preseason training camp, when people would ask me about the Saints quarterback competition, I probably upset a few people just because I wasn't willing to go all in on the Jameis train yet. Um, I always said I was going to need a see something in the regular the questions I had about Jameis were not going to be able to be answered until I saw something in the regular season when I watched him execute that game plan and I watched the decision making what what dawned on me and what is abundantly clear is he is perfectly willing right now to be the a complimentary piece of the offense his Superman days, his gunslinging days, got him to the Orleans, and not in a good way. I think he's been that guy. He's willing to shed that. It's a strong sense of self-awareness. It's a strong sense of, um, I guess you'd call it maturation. And when you have that, that you, you, you're clearly self-aware, and you have that, you, you've let that go, that part of your game go, where you're not burdened with having to be the guy. I just think that allows you to play more free and make easy and make better decisions and see things more clearly. And that's where he's at, and I and I think, you know, I look at the difference. You know, he trusted his coaches. Uh, five touchdown passes and over fourteen completions is a little bit of an anomaly, but nonetheless, you take it. Um, sure. He only throw twenty attempts. I mean, throw the ball twenty times, almost as impressive as five touchdowns as anyone throw it twenty times. Um, he was mostly accurate with the football, um, and I think he just trusts his coaches. And one cannot help but notice how many times he brings up Drew Brees. All the time. He always brings up Drew Brees. I just think seeing things through Drew's eyes for that year has really changed him. Mm-hmm. Um, probably more than LASIK did, to be honest with you. So uh, <laughs> the vision through, through Drew's eyes. Yeah. So, look, look, I don't want to crown him MVP yet, but I, I no, don't of course not. look at that. I don't, want to, I don't see how you can look at that and be you know, unsteady about Jameis Winston. I think he's, I mean, a little bit bigger sample size, but I think he's on no the right path. 
You took the other words right out of my mouth. We need a bigger sample size, but you like what you're saying so far. All right. A lot of more chip bone in the thumb. To me, it's how much pain can he handle? You think he plays Sunday? He didn't practice today. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, I don't think he plays. Uh, they got Bradley Ruby. Uh, obviously, Paul mm-hmm. Debo was really good. Um, really good. Uh, so, yeah, I think you're in a decent situation. And all of a sudden, the depth looks great at that position, the thinnest position on the team. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get an injury to a highly paid guy, just signed a new contract, and lo and behold, the guy you traded for it just so happens to be ready for week two. Um, I don't know if Lattimore is going to play. Him not practicing today is certainly uh, uh, expected, but if he doesn't go tomorrow, I, I, I could see him sitting this one out. Uh, McCoy, I don't think he's going to go, and I don't think Davenport's going to go either. But, I mean, right. I guess you got to let, let, let the week play out. Sure. Ruiz and Throckmorton, I thought, played very, very well. Do you mess with that? I wouldn't, um, and I don't think he can because, if I'm not mistaken, Will Clapp is on IR, so he'd be out the first he is. three weeks of the season. So um, I would roll with that. I don't know who else you'd put at center in that situation. I would roll with the Cesar Ruiz slash Calvin Throckmorton, a guy I didn't even have making the team. <laughs> Me neither. An unbelievable, impressive, unbelievably impressive debut for him. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I would roll with that. All right. I'm going to drop off based on what you saw in preseason now. From a Davenport to a Peyton Turner. You know, I thought Peyton Turner was really doing well, and then he just got injured so somewhat early in camp, and he's been a little bit out of sight, out of mind. Um, you hope he regains his form, but he was a healthy scratch a week ago. Um, I don't know where maybe he was a situation where he wanted, to, wanted him to get a few more practices in before he got on the football field. Um, it's impossible to ignore where Davenport is in his development. You saw it right off the bat last week. It's also impossible yeah. to ignore that once again – he suffered an injury. So um, this is Peyton Turner's opportunity. Uh, we'll see what he does in his first uh, – I don't know if he's going to technically start, but he's going to get on the field sure. a lot. Um, yep. So I expect maybe a little dip, but um, they drafted him for a reason, and here will be his opportunity. And Passigno played well as well, inside and out. He did, but he missed practice today as well, so we'll see. Oh, there we go. Tell us what you got coming up on Fox 8 Sports, your award-winning blog, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, tonight we have game plan at 10.30. Uh, Friday, we'll have our season debut of Fox 8 Football Friday. Can't wait for that. Uh, and then on Sunday, the normal game day routine, tailgate from 10 to 11. And final play at 10.30. And then Black and Gold Review come Monday with uh, Juan Deuce and myself. You can follow me at Sean Present Fox 8. And check out my blog on the final play app at fox8live.com. Thanks, brother. Appreciate the time here. All righty. That's Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have, like, the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no. As a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment, the TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Are you looking to refinance your auto loan and possibly lower your monthly payment? If so, the lending specialists at Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union can help. Our auto refi offer gives you the opportunity to lower your rate by up to 2% APR. Visit us online at jeffersonfinancial.org to learn more or call 800-259-2471, extension 628. Now is the time to lower your monthly payments for your auto loan. The future of banking is Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Membership restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. Sunday! the savings event of the season. Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-a-thon. Your chance to save big by bundling your home and auto insurance. But only this Sunday. 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 Unless you're busy, in which case you can bundle Tuesday. 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 Or if you already have dinner plans, then try Friday. 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 But if the week gets away from you, you can just wait till next Sunday. 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 Because Progressive's Home and Auto Bundle Extrava Festa Save-a-thon isn't going anywhere. 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 Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Your life. Your hopes, your passions, these things are none of our business. Your baby monitor research, if you're using too much diaper cream, and whatever you are searching for at 1.15 a.m., that's really none of our business. Because your life is private, and unlike other tech companies, we think your internet should be too. Aw, how old are they? Uh, that's none of our business either. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy. Simplified. Hi, Eric Asher here with a message from my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Nothing is more important to Burkhardt than your family's comfort and safety. Many of us are having a tough time after the storm, and of course, at Burkhardt, want to let you know that, that we're here for you. Whether it's electrical repairs, a generator, air conditioning, if you need emergency service, count on Burkhardt. We're, we're there and ready to help. Now, just like always, uh, we've, come a, we've got a long way to go uh, to recovering from Hurricane Ida, but we'll get through it together. If you need help, trust Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Uh, Sean mentioned the uh, Saints uh, injury list. Quan Alexander's on it today. Did not practice with an elbow. Uh, uh, Marshawn Lattimore with his hand injury coming out with surgery. Uh, Marcus Davenport with the uh, strained pectoral muscle. Uh, uh, Passano uh, has a calf injury. Uh, so does Eric McCoy. Both did not practice. Trevor Simeon had an illness. 
P.J. Williams back, uh, Pete Warner hamstring, C.J. Gardner-Johnson was limited with a knee, and Chase Hansen limited with a groin injury. It is uh, week one into week two now, so you're going to have these injuries. See if those guys are practicing tomorrow. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Thanks to Sean Vazan for joining us. Up next, celebrity chef Scott Craig. Stick around. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Thanks so much for being there. 
whether you're listening to us over the airwaves at 106.1 FM Nash Icon, maybe at the uh, iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Uh, maybe you're checking us out a little bit later on on the uh, Anchor app or one of the uh, major podcasting platforms. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the program. Remember also at Nash FM 106.1 where you can listen live. Also, ericasher.com, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. And, of course, the phone number to get involved in today's program is 504-260-1061. 504-260-1061. want to thank Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, for joining us on the program in the first hour. We are literally minutes away from celebrity chef Scott Craig uh, of Katie's uh, joining us on the program. Katie's closed because of, again, uh, damage from Hurricane Ida, but uh, their sister restaurants, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and also Bienvenue on Hickory uh, in Harahan are both open. So um, if you're looking for some of that great uh, Katie's-like food, you can go to one of those two great restaurants and get your uh, get your fill of, again, Katie's-type menu. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We are back live after playing uh, a rebroadcast of one of the um, – one of, one of the interviews that, I, that again, will go down in, in, as special in, in, in my book, in, in my career thus far, and that was um, the last interview with uh, the late, uh, great, legendary sports writer Pete Finney. Uh, we replayed that last week because of, again, uh, being displaced with Hurricane Ida. Uh, but we are back. So tomorrow, Thursday, live broadcast, 1 p.m. on LAE. Also live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. Uh, rebroadcast on Thursday nights on LAE. 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE TV, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2, and, of course, finish it off Friday on Saturday afternoon, pardon me, uh, at uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Garland Gillen, uh, Fox 8 Sports, which one is Garland? Is, he covers LSU. He covers high school sports. Obviously, again, he's, in, he's involved with the New Orleans Saints uh, and the Tulane Greenway, so we'll cover it all tomorrow on the program. Uh, again, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Make sure you check it out. Uh, also wanted to um, uh, wanted to remind everybody about uh, uh, something that happened yesterday. Um, I'm, I hate when we get things wrong on this program. I go out of my way to try to do as much research as I can. I uh, was unable to find out what McCoy's injury was. One of the TV stations mentioned it was a knee injury. Uh, I, uh, regurg- uh, I regurgitated that to you yesterday, uh, and it was incorrect. Uh, again, we now know that uh, Eric McCoy has a calf injury, not a knee injury. Uh, we can thank, uh, uh, thank the good Lord for that one. Uh, strained calf, so he's expected to be out about five weeks. And, of course, that's based on how quickly he can recover. Uh, but I talked about it in the first hour. Uh, you know, there's no way in the world at this point uh, I am changing anything that they did on Sunday. And that's specifically when you talk about uh, Throckmorton at guard and uh, moving Ruiz to center. So, again, I thought they played very, very well uh, in their positions. I'm hoping, again, that they'll, that uh, Peyton's going to leave them there. I see no reason why not to. Uh, so I wanted to, be, I wanted to clean that up. For anybody that's listening on the podcast from out of town or, you know, or again, those that are listening on a day-in-day-out basis to the program, uh, just want to make sure we, we clear that up. All right, let's head to the guest line. Uh, he's, he's back from Florida. Uh, again, he was, uh, was in Nashville. He was in Florida. And he's back again uh, trying to get his, uh, his restaurants back and open. Again, uh, Francesca's open. Bienvenue is open. Trying to get Katie's back open. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig joins us on the program. Scotty, how are you, bud? Living the dream, buddy. 
What type of dream is that? Is that a dream where, again, there are a lot, lot of uh, lollipops kind of floating around and, you know, you're kind of laid back and enjoying yourself? Or is that a dream where it's really a nightmare, but you don't want to tell anybody? <laughs> I'm not having to deal with mandates. <laughs> well, that is, that is something. And you didn't have to deal with mandates in Florida, did you? Uh, no, that's another country, man. I think Florida is run by a whole different group of people. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on there, man. But I mean, it's like it was almost uncomfortable because we were wearing masks, right? And I'm like, hello, but well, I got the um, same thing in Tennessee, though, Scott. You know, it's funny yeah. because Tennessee is a hot spot now, right? You know, they were talking about New Orleans being a hot spot. Literally, Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, is a hot spot right now. Like, and so we're wearing masks. My, you know, my family and I. Anytime we went anywhere, went did a little sightseeing, etc. But again, a lot of people. Some did, some didn't. Now, there was no uh, no uh, mandate to be able to show vaccination. Uh, you go into a restaurant, into a bar if you want. You treat, it was your choice whether you wanted to wear a mask or not. And uh, you know, of course, we chose two. Uh, but most people did not, and uh, things seem to be flowing fairly easy over in in, uh, in Nashville. Uh, but you're right; it's, it 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 was so different than what we're seeing here in in, ter- in terms of the mandates and how the how COVID has been handled, uh, specifically by Latoya Cantrell, the mayor of the city of New Orleans. Well, I, I'm not. Yeah, I think it should be left up to us as to we want to wear a mask or not. I I, I just think it's more comfortable and you have to give credit where credit's due eric um we have a very low covid transmission rate for some reason and i think that's wearing masks you know i think it's been proven that wearing masks Mm -hmm. does help it's not perfect but it does help and then other cities are having big problems because maybe they're not i don't know you know it's not up for me to decide that but i'm telling you it was it was, it was nice um, coming home. I mean, you know, it is a mess here, and it's it's too yes, bad. Yes, it is. Um, but once again, New Orleans will 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 rise from the ashes, and we will be fine, as the New Orleans Saints did on Sunday. Ooh, he's um, already doing a segue into the New Orleans Saints. Can can I can, can, I, can I pull the that. reins back on that just anyway, for a second? Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to ask you about I wanted to ask you about the restaurants, if I could, Scott. I wanted to ask you about, again, uh, Francesca and, and Bienvenue being open and, and just maybe a little bit to, the, to those out there that, look, because it, it's hard right now to find places that are open. Uh, you know, you can drive around for a while. and You get to be about 6 o'clock, things are just shut down in some cases. So, again, how long are you open? We, we have been open since Thursday at Bienvenue right? and Francesca. We, are a li- we get a little bit more every day. We're a little bit limited on the menu. Because we simply can't get product like romaine lettuce, just something right. as simple as that. We're having trouble getting romaine lettuce right now, um, but we're doing very well at both locations. Um, I can only imagine how well we'd be doing at Katie's had yes. we been able to open. But we did have some extensive roof damage, which caused the water came down the sides. Now it's an old building; it's 124 yes, it years old. So I think what's going to happen, the water came down the sides, buckled the floors upstairs. So what I'm hoping is going to happen is in a couple of weeks, we'll be be able to open up downstairs. Right. And and we'll be able to do the work upstairs while we're open, just like we did when we renovated upstairs. Sure, I remember that. Um, I'm hoping that we can do that just to get downstairs open and get Mm -hmm. rolling again. Um, 
We're in good hands. Uh, State Farm has been amazing. Uh, great insurance. Um, I strongly suggest anyone that could get with State Farm or Dave Murat. I, I know you've got a great guy too because he's taking care sure, of. Sure, but plug your guy. Kevin Kevin Sheehan, my agent with State Farm, has been second to none. You know, and it's been it's been a very very pleasant experience because I've mm-hmm. had very bad experiences in the past. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I don't even know who our company is, but Greg Brown is my agent. And we were on the phone with our insurance company about our house. And the girl started asking questions about expenses for evacuation without with us not even having to ask a question, starting yes. asking, it started asking what we spent. And, and I, I have to be honest, I was very impressed with that. That's great. So um, I, I was surprised because I wasn't even going to go there, to be honest with you. I thought it would be a waste of time. With loss but, of use, um, yes. You know, and they need to worry about people that have lost a whole lot more than we oh, have. I mean, like our friend you George know, Loriana. George got crushed. Yeah, I know he did. And we've got some roof damage at the house. We've got two houses right now in New Orleans. So we've got some roof damage, but it's not unlivable. You know? yeah. And it's just really, it's sad. And um, It's heartbreaking. I, it is, Scott. Driving around is, the city. And, and just yeah. seeing all the damage. And, of course, I didn't even get a, get a chance to go to the bayou to see what's going on down there because I don't want to be a distraction, right? But, again, I've had people who have been down there that have told me. Again, and, and again, it's just it's like they dropped a bomb. So it's, yeah, it, it's just, I just the hope is that people are going to get the help that's necessary, whether it be through their own insurance companies or FEMA. And, of course, also, look, the, the, the church groups, uh, volunteer groups that have come down in the past and helped us so much in terms of, again, cleaning out and rebuilding. Hopefully that, that will continue to happen because this is a different situation than Katrina, as I've been talking about for the last two weeks. Because Katrina was on national TV, international TV, live, watching people, again, on their roofs, the dome, uh, out, right. out at the convention center. And you couldn't help but have that ingrained in your psyche. This, people can move on from this one quickly, much like they did with Eric, Lake Charles and Lafayette. But, you know, how fortunate Orleans Parish was, to be honest, because if you just go as far as where you deserted us to in Kenner, <laughs> I had to throw it in there, buddy. But anyway, if you go as far as Kenner, Actually, it's Metairie, my friend. Yeah, but I mean, Kenner, like, like Williams Boulevard, I mean, it's mm-hmm. decimated. And, oh. you know, I tried to go to Best Buy yesterday. They're still mm-hmm. closed. They're close. I mean, that's how close it came yes. to coming over Orleans Parish, and who knows mm-hmm. if they if the levees would have held had that happened. Oh, I, I think I they would have held. Uh, I got confidence I in the court too. in the levee. I, I do. I, I, do, do I just now. do. I do too. But you know, and that's I, I really do. Fear. Me but, too. But I mean, it just it, it it's bad, man. The people in Laplace, right. God bless them. Oh, you know, the par- no doubt. The, the river parishes. I mean, God yep. bless them. Um, uh, it's just. It's insane, you know. But, yeah, but Katie's is closed. Um, right. I'm hoping to get it open sooner than later, hopefully by the end of the month, at least downstairs. But the problem is, you know, I called my contractor early on. I knew we were going to have some problems somewhere, mm-hmm. right? So I lined him up. So that was essential for anybody in the future. If you have a contractor yep. that you know, call him first, get him lined up. So that last week he was available to meet with the adjuster. So when you oh, have your great. contractor that's done work on, say, my building at Katie's, mm-hmm. that's done work on it before, and he meets with the adjuster, they immediately click, and 
the adjuster was able to figure out exactly what happened. And, you know, unfortunately with the weather, we haven't been able to get started, but you right. know, it, it, we will be getting started soon. And, yeah, um, I, I don't know things. It, it could have been much worse. And yeah, no doubt. And I am blessed. I'm blessed to have had a place to stay in Florida. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, no, I'm with you. Me too. Hour drive I, mean, I, was I feel. I feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, Nashville's beautiful, isn't it, man? It really is. I was impressed by yeah. everything about about the city. I got to yeah. be honest with you. Totally blown yeah. away by Nashville. Uh, yeah. Blown away again how creative they've been. Uh, you can yeah. see it's a it's a city that's on that's on the rise. Uh, major yeah. corporations want to be there now. Again, a lot of it has to do. I think yeah. Tennessee does not have a state tax like we do. Okay, and I think that helps, much like Florida and Texas. Um, what they did in, 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 in their, uh, their, their tourist section, which would be similar to what we see Broadway. with the French Quarter, right, is it's amazing. amazing. You know, the, 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 taking those old buildings. I mean, just think about Decatur Street on steroids, okay, yep. and clean. Uh, no, no, no beggars. Uh, again, nobody coming up no. trying to sell, sell, sell you fake drugs. No prostitutes no. in your ear. I mean, uh, uh, clubs with the marquees of uh, the, the, the name on the marquee. Uh, just different uh, artists that either came from Nashville or a big-time artist. You know, something I talked about on this show right after Katrina. All the great musical artists we have should have their name on the marquees, and we should do this on either uh, Rampart Street or Decatur Street, transform that. Again, yeah. uh, they have maximized yeah, everything they have. Uh, with again, with not having a lot to start off with, uh, I give them a tremendous amount of credit. Yeah, Canal Street should be nothing but music clubs like Broadway. And you know, I was there for the Music City Bowl when LSU played there in Fort. Yes. And uh, we were there for New Year's Eve, and I was absolutely amazed. Every one of those clubs you go into has has live music, and yes. that musician sounds like the best music you've ever heard in your life country music they're all yep. unbelievably talented but it's not just country and i mean yes more it is majority country but it was rock there was all i mean it, it's what we should be doing okay when i talk about how bourbon street needs to be purged like what the beta brothers did with with mambos and turning that strip club into a great restaurant i mean this yeah. is what we should be doing we should be looking I agree. they stole, they took the concept of the french quarter and that entertainment district and, and, and they put it on steroids there much like we've seen what austin has done with sixth street yeah. And, uh, you know, again, we need to take a look now at what they're doing and maybe, again, take some of the ideas from them and, and transform our own street um, because it's it is needed. That we're not there yet. No, we're not. And it is. It's just lack. Of, and, again, it, it comes from lack of, of, of leadership, leadership that can get people excited, that, that can motivate people once again uh, and give them a vision and a direction to go. We just don't have it. We just don't have it, and it's sad, Scott, because we got more natural assets than most cities in the, in the world, much less in this country. Yeah, well, hopefully it'll get better. You know. Yep, that's but, all uh, we can let's pray. Well, you know, we can hope and pray, but at some point we got to do it. They did it. Okay, they did yeah, it. They, they took a it. sleepy little town in in, in 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 Tennessee and turned it into a, a a place where again it's a destination place. Young people are flocking to Nashville. It's amazing. Uh, college graduates that are flocking to Nashville right now. Yeah, uh, it really is. It's insane. I mean, that like Austin, Nashville. Mm-hmm. Look what Atlanta's become. I oh, mean, it's yes. just it's clean and beautiful and right. And they just I don't understand why we haven't gotten there yet. And I mean, mm-hmm. it takes progressive leadership. Yes, from it the does. State all the way down. All the and, way. And you know, and uh, 
and the people need to demand it, and we don't. We're happy we with Mardi Gras, Jazz Fest, going to the Saints game, uh, you know, hanging out, getting the, you know, the three-for-ones on Bourbon Street. The, the problem is the locals don't go to Bourbon Street anymore. And, uh, Scotty, come on. When we grew up, we went to Bourbon Street, didn't we? I mean, whether you're yeah, with your family, you went to the French Quarter, or, or, or even in, your, even in, in your, your, you know, your college years, you went to Bourbon Street. We don't go I to the French Quarter anymore, every and that's a shame. We, we were at Pato's every weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend. Yeah. Every weekend, yep. and yep. that's got to change. It's got, it's got to change. This can't be a because the people in Nashville go down there. Okay, they go down to Broadway, and the way they set it up between Nissan Stadium and and their and, and their arena, it's right there. I mean, again, they can manufacture that. We got natural assets, and we didn't utilize them yet. The it's got to take a quick. A whole lot better. What's that? The state? Oh yeah. Well, I, I haven't I haven't been in been in it yet, but I was saw it from afar. You know, I mean. You know, it, it is what it is. Scotty, why don't you tell me a little as we go out? Uh, give, me a, give me a little tease on Francesca, what you got going tonight, and, and, and going today on the menu, and also Bienvenue uh, as we go to break. Take it away, my friend. What we're trying to do at Francesca is add a few things from the Katie's menu, but we're trying to get the product, and that's been a little bit difficult. So we're going to add, like, one item every day, like the crawfish beignet, which we're trying to do that right now. And and we're just trying to do a few things that Katie's would normally do. Um, Bienvenue is rolling along. I mean, we've been having problems getting product, but, you know, I think the people of Harahan are really, really thrilled that we're open. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, very, the, very, the very first day, was it Tuesday? Um, the guys went over and they, it was, it was Monday. The guys went over and brought the, put a barbecue pit outside and cooked up all of the food and gave it away to the residents of Harahan and Riverwood. I saw that. I saw which that. It was really, really, really cool. And, um, you know, uh, at Francesco, we, we had the police go over, and we just gave them all the food. We gave them mm-hmm. everything we had. Um, but, you know, we're just trying to bring a little bit of Katie's to Francesco. So Beautiful. if you're uh, itching for something from Katie's, maybe you can get it at Francesco. No doubt about it. Of course, again, Francesca on Harrison Avenue. Get out there and enjoy a great meal again at uh, either Francesca or uh, Bienvenue. Uh, both are open while Katie's is on hiatus. 515 Harrison Avenue and, of course, 467 Hickory Avenue. We'll be right back. 260-1061. We already got Jack and, uh, and Terry holding. Uh, phone calls will be coming up next. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. Delays remain heavy on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise and delays are solid on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal. If you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side, delays are solid from before Chapatulas to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the uh, St. Charles Carondelet exit. And also be mindful of delays along the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side from Barataria Boulevard to Ames Boulevard. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers 
Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in the city temporarily closed because of Hurricane Ida, but uh, Francesca by Katie's and Bienvenue on Hickory, both open, both serving, both, uh, uh, again, ready for you to come out and get a great meal. Scott, uh, before we head back to the phone, head to the phone lines, got to ask you about the Saints and their performance on Sunday. Oh, it was absolutely beautiful. And it was Jameis Winston at his best. There wasn't a weakness on the field. Even the kicker made his kicks. I mean, it was just so impressive. <clears throat> Pardon me. It was just so impressive, and it was great to see what I've been telling everyone all along, that Jameis Winston's going to be a different quarterback, and he will continue to succeed in this offensive scheme. Um, it was a ball control scheme. They, they, want to, they want to control the ball, run the football, and throw the ball efficiently, and that's exactly what they did. I will say one negative, Adam Trout. He was very, very disappointed. I mean, dropping Dropped those a couple two balls, yeah. looked bad. It looked really bad. But what this coaching staff has done with the players that they have is absolutely amazing. And, I mean, even Sean Pazan earlier on the show right. was talking about how much mm-hmm. talent this team has. I mean, two weeks ago we were talking about how much talent this team didn't have. And the, the depth. coaching staff right. 
and, and the coaching staff would hopefully bring them together. And I just could keep, continue to say I have complete faith in this coaching staff mm-hmm. and knowing some of them very well and understanding who they are and what kind of men they are, they will win with this football team. And now they've got more injuries to deal with. I think losing yep. McCoy is very, very bad. Um, uh, I'm disappointed that um, Davenport got hurt again. I mean, I don't understand it because that guy's got some talent, man. You could just see how good he is. If he could stay healthy, man. And he's such a quality human being, too. I'm just, I'm wishing the best for him. Lattimore, I don't think you'll be able to keep him out long. Um, I just, you know, they signed, they signed Stills back. I mean, hopefully he can do something. You know, you've got Roby coming in at quarterback, mm-hmm. and, uh, at cornerback. You know, I'm I'm excited at what I see. You know, and I hope they don't go into Carolina and lay an egg this week because I don't think Carolina. They're a better team, man. They're a better team. They're a better team than Carolina. Carolina. Okay, you might have been able to debate where they're a better team than Green Bay, but they're a better team than Carolina. Yeah, there's no doubt. And if they play the way they did against Green Bay, they'll beat anybody. Actually, they go undefeated if they play against the way they played against Green Bay. And it's up Mm -hmm. to this coaching staff to get them motivated to play like that every week um i think they were tired of hearing the press talk about how bad they were going to be and how mm-hmm. green bay was going to kill them and this and that and they went out and they kicked butt and i'm just so impressed with this franchise right now it's got to be top five wins of all time for this team and for this franchise and it it could catapult them into an amazing cinderella season really good uh, it was it was one of the one of the top wins. There's no doubt. I mean, I know someone put it as the, as the best of all time. I don't know if I'd go there, but uh, it's definitely it's among among them. the best of. Yep, yeah, no doubt. Uh, t- and then Terry's in slide out. Terry's been holding. Yeah. Terry, how you doing, Tiger Terry? Terry? Hey, I'm doing great. How y'all doing today? Hey, the guy living the dream, baby. Uh, they got it. Yeah, they got it in Florida. They got a new cheer in Baton Rouge. Coach O, gotta go, and don't be surprised yeah. if you miss. I won't be surprised. What? Do not be surprised if Central Michigan wins. I will not be surprised. If Central Michigan beats LSU, I will not be surprised. And the best part is, Buffoon's on his way out of town. So that's good. Thank God. I knew that was coming. But anyway, you know, I look at it like this. If they don't beat Central Michigan, they have one win left on the schedule. They're not going to beat State. They're not going to beat Auburn, no. Ole Miss, Alabama, no. uh, Kentucky. I saw all these teams play over the weekend, and they got good football teams. Yep. You realize yep. they got a school in, uh, in I, I don't know if it's West Florida, East Florida. They rushed for over 300 yards against the Magnese State Cowboys. And I'm sorry, yep. Coach, you got to go, dude. And I, yep. I, I love – I listen tonight to his coach show. Oh, oh, Coach, you're doing such a great job. You're doing such a great job and all that. They're ridiculous. They, I mean, they they, they take it – they drank the, uh, the Kool-Aid. But, you know, that's the yeah. way – and also, y'all were saying about Nashville. Well, Eric knows I lived in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, yep. mm-hmm. which is 40 miles southeast of Nashville. And, and when I went to Murfreesboro, it was a sleepy little town. Right now, it's one of the – it's got the biggest campus – in the United in uh, Tennessee, their undergraduate class at Middle Tennessee State is bigger than UT. It's booming. Nashville was just just starting to grow. Hey, yep. did you like that bat building, Eric? Sorry, say again. Eric, 
Did you like the Bat Builder? The Bat Builder. I don't know if I don't know if I remember it. You mean the one that looks like a bat? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, it it, it looks like Batman. It's got the two. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, okay, yeah. I did like that. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I know yeah, what you're talking about, man. I didn't know what's called the Batman building. Built when I, they were build, building that when I was up there. But I'm sorry, Coach. You got to go. And uh, you know, I mean, like I said, the Magnus State game that was just as bad as UCLA game. Come on, guys. I mean, right now they got two. You can't blame Max Johnson. He's got no protection. Mm-mm. They got no. two guys. All these superstar wide receivers. They got. They only got two guys can catch the ball. That's Booty and Besh. And that's it. They have no running backs. They have nothing. And Central Mission is going to really give them a very good game. Matter of fact, they may win. And if they lose that game, I think Coach O is going to be out the door doing 98 because he's not going to win another football game this year. Not going to well, win another game. But just Terry, think- Terry, let me, uh, again, thank you for the phone call. Certainly appreciate it. Scott, your response. I mean, even if they do beat Central Michigan, I mean, I don't see another win on the schedule, man. I mean, it's like this team has no running game, no offensive line. You got all these five-star offensive line they signed three or four years ago, and, you know, I've been squawking about it. Mm-hmm. Where are the they? Well, I saw one of them on the sideline. He's gigantic. He's so fat he can't get out of his own way. <laughs> I mean, what are they doing with these kids? Are they just letting them run wild? I mean, it just seems like this team has zero, zero uh, leadership from from the, the, the head coach down. It just seems like th- there's no they, – they just don't look good. And it's not yeah. the quarterback's fault. It, it's, it's the coach's fault. I mean, he has not set this team up for success. There's just no way. The offensive line is horrendous. I mean – who are they going to stop? I mean, who are they, who are they going to move the ball against? Yep. I, it's like Mississippi State's going to – Kentucky's going to kill them. <laughs> I mean, Ole Miss, we're going to see Tulane this weekend. That's who we right. really should be talking about. Cause we'll talking about him in a minute because Jack's holding. That's a successful program with a great coach, and they got a shot at beating Ole Miss. If they continue to play the way they've been playing, they can beat Ole Miss. They wow. just got to be able to stop that off. I agree. Ole Miss is going to hang 65 on LSU. They're going to mm. hang. It's unbelievable how bad this program is with all of that supposed talent that they've recruited and ruined over the years. I mean, Orgeron is ruining five-star talent. And it's, just, it's amazing to me to watch that. I mean, this guy is a clown. And if you think Scott Woodward's going to put up with this, there's no way. He'll have his own coach no. in here by, by early next year. Yeah, Early next You may see an interim coach sooner. If, if what you and Terry are talking yeah. about comes to fruition, he may not get through yeah. half the season. Let's, let's head back to the phone lines, 260-1061, our friend Jack at River Ridge. Jack, I made a bold prediction earlier today. I said I think that Tulane can beat Ole Miss this weekend, and I, I, I think they – look, I'm going to say – look, it, it, it's tough, but, I, I mean, I really like the way Tulane's playing right now. You can't tell me Ole Miss is as good as Oklahoma. So, I mean, I like, I like the wave. You know what, man? But they have to win one of these games. There's no, there's no more medals for trying. You know what I mean? True. I, I, know, they, right. I know they're a better football team than they were five years ago. I, I think this is the best team since they went undefeated. But mm-hmm. they got to win one of these games. You, you know, you, they can't come close. They got to get it done. So, I mean, I hope you're right, Eric, really. So, 
I mean, I, I, again, I saw. I didn't. I haven't seen a Ole Miss game. I've seen snippets of Ole Miss. Okay, but I'm telling you, there's no way Ole Miss compares to Oklahoma, and right. and the way yeah. Tulane stood up against Oklahoma and then carried it over to Morgan State tells me again they're for real. So they may have they, they got a legitimate chance of going to Oxford and winning on Saturday. That would be a big win for that program. Oh, it would be huge for the program. I didn't have I didn't have the experience in Texas that y'all did in Florida and Tennessee. I wore a mask and I didn't have people giving me the stink eye. So I guess I was just lucky. Well, no, really, nobody, um, nobody did. No, again, I'm saying no, this right now. I, I didn't get anybody giving us the stink eye when we wore our mask. I just think people realize it's your decision on what you want to do, and people were, 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 were okay with it. If you didn't wear a mask, I didn't see anybody, again, glaring at people who didn't wear a mask. If you did, I didn't see anybody, again, looking at somebody like, again, uh, they were crazy if they wore one. I thought everybody was pretty laid back about the whole situation. Hey, yeah, guys, before I get to the, I'm sorry. Before I get to the thing, I hope Terry's still listening. I, I, I got a new slogan for the SEC, okay? Because I was thinking while y'all were talking. Um, the SEC, where the only thing that wins more than Alabama is COVID-19. What do you think? <laughs> T-shirts, bumper stickers? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. got to get a trademark on that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alabama's got a cakewalk into another championship, oh. it looks like. But, you know, you know you t- you're talking about the five stars for LSU. Okay, if you are a five star, you know, when Saban gets them, he trains them and they get to the NFL. You know, exactly. I, I don't know what Ogeron's doing with them. Yeah. No, yeah, they get better when they point. get to the NFL. That's the problem. Okay. I, uh, the same thing, I Miles had the same issue. What would, what would Saban be 